You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. All right, I'm Jaron Matheson, the host of the Upstream Podcast, and today's special guest uh, is a really fun one. She is a very important person in the McIntyre family that helps operate the business, and there's many things inside this business, uh, which has NLE, which is Next Level Experience, L300, MBA, which is McIntyre Business Accelerator, and they're currently working on the Accelerator TV series, which me personally am super pumped. Mm -hmm. And I got fortunate enough to watch the first episode at your house, and I was amazed. Um, A couple things I want to highlight about you is I love that you love to go deep into thought on things, Mm -hmm. and you really see the meaning beyond the surface of when there's a deep conversation happening. Uh, you are a fighter for truth and you have a calm and powerful presence when you walk into a room and you are a very good friend. Brianna McIntyre. I'm honored to be on here. I so appreciate you inviting me. And um, yeah, I, I'm down for the deep conversations. I think that's how we first were like, I get you. I think, I think we just, maybe we're in environments where we both where deep conversation was happening and it's like, I, I understand where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah. And so it's an honor to be here and do that with you. Yeah. I think there was a few moments that we were doing some stuff and like, I think we would like look at each other and we'd be like, we almost have like a head nod. It's like, like Oh yeah. She, she gets that moment. She, yeah. There's something deeper there. And I was like, and they were like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. that was good. So well, Oh. And I, I think you first under, saw that I laugh at the most inappropriate moments. <laughs> and I don't mean to be that person, but I am. So I'm sorry if anyone is listening and knows me. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be offensive. It's not personal. <laughs> no, you're right. Because there was like two moments that I can think of that I'm not going to share right here, but that you were laughing. I was like, what? I had like this face. I was like, really? Okay. This, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, every guest that I have on, I always want to ask uh, what they think of the word upstream and what's just the first thing that comes to your mind? Salmon. I love that because I love to fish. I think it's salmon. I think it's salmon that goes upstream and that's what makes like gives them the special nutrients potentially. I was thinking about that the other day, but I so to me it signals and I could be totally wrong, y'all. Is that true? Yeah, you're true. So okay. salmon, um, they actually go up the stream in the river from the ocean to go back to their spawning where they were born. And so they're actually going upstream to die. And so they're going Whoa. back to the source where they were born. Whoa. So that could be a whole episode in itself to unpack. That's deep. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> hey, wow. Okay. Anyway, that's, I, I just think that salmon, they... Like they are beautiful creatures and like even that in itself is, you know, cool. But going upstream, like you go upstream for the things that matter, mm. you know, like the the things that are worth it. You're not going to go upstream for things that aren't not worth it. 
Yeah. I mean, why would you suffer and get things that have painful things to you if it's not worth it? It's that's not going to happen. Right. No, I I think that might be my favorite answer so far is salmon. (laughs) I'm glad I'm glad. It's good. You know, the thing that got me thinking that when you said that, like they go upstream, they have to fight the current to go back Mm -hmm. to where they were born. And that's like the source, like back to God, like who created us. Like you're going back. And it's funny because you're going to, they're going back to die to to give life. Right. And wow. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. This whole thing could, could, could do a a whole unpacking into that. Yeah. Yeah. And but you have to go fight your way back up and you have grizzly bears, you have humans. And so a lot of those salmon actually don't make it back to their spawning ground. Mm. So they're, they're going to die and they, sometimes they die without actually laying the eggs or what it's going to be funny. I don't know the terminology, but like yeah. sperm all over the eggs. Yeah. Cause they do some weird mating kind of stuff. It's the fish. <laughs> I don't know about that, but good to know. Yeah. Good to know. yeah they just spray it on the eggs or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but but today, what I really wanted to kind of touch base on was the topic, the fear of man, and also segue into that, into the fear of the Lord and kind of just why does, why does fear hold us back as humans so much? And why do we allow it to get to most of us? Now, I, there's some people I know and I've seen they're they're like really free and I'm like, how did you get that? And like, yeah. what in the world? Like, well, that is amazing. And I feel like I'm pretty outgoing and I'm pretty like, I'll do whatever. But there's moments where I'm just like, I am like, my leg doesn't want to move. And I'm like scared to take another step. And I'm like, holy crap. So what are your thoughts on the whole fear of man thing? Ooh, um, this is one that I've struggled with most of my life. I would say maybe actually, maybe as a child, I was not, I did not have much fear of man. Um, I think I was pretty free as a kid, but it's funny that you like that. This is the topic yesterday. I went to the, um, I went to a prayer set for the first time in five years and, um, there's so much resistance going in, of course, naturally, but then once I got there and I was dialoguing with the Lord, um, I had this vision of like, he was just trying to invite me to like, let go of my heart, like kind of Mm -hmm. let him take care of it. And I was like, I kept seeing almost like my heart being dipped into a well. I know that's a weird image. And I was like, I'm like, why won't it go in? You know, when you're, I don't, I also don't know. Does this make sense for your podcast? Yeah, go, <laughs> this go for it. This is all perfect. Okay. And so, um, I'm anything. Um, you're good. You're good. Okay. Anyway, I, so I was like, why am I resisting this, you know, going in and, um, and I just recognized that there was a lot of resistance in general. And I was like, oh, I'm resisting like love. Like I'm resisting mm-hmm. his love. And so I think the fear of man, you, it's this purgatory that's not even real. Like it's like, why wouldn't I just allow my heart to drop in to this well and just be totally covered? But I thought that it was going to hurt. Maybe I thought that like letting go of like the, the things that are, um, that seem to hold me together would be really painful. And yeah, maybe it is temporarily painful, but you know, 
why why hold on to it? So it's kind of a strange segue to fear of man, but it, I have had this resistance in my heart to letting go of the fear of man. I had a like a vision when you said the well of I watched you fall like 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 an old bricks mm-hmm, in like exactly. a forest yep. mm-hmm. and there's like the the crank yeah and then there's all this water down there and I just I saw you like put your arms your hands like, going down and you're resisting and I, I saw like God's like just jump I, like you're supposed to just splash <laughs> right and then I saw this one moment where you like wanted to let go yeah but you grabbed on and you're yeah. hanging and I was like I think the well thing you said makes so much sense because it's scary because there's a trust thing there too and it's also like do you believe like you're going to be okay? Right. Right. Are you going to be okay if you drop? Falling into him, like that complete falling in. And then finally I was like, okay, I've got to get progression on this mission, (laughs) God. Like what does that look like on the other side? And, and I think thankfully there were people prophetically singing. So it kind of invited me in further. And so um, then he showed me that once you fall in, then like my heart, Cause I, it was just a human heart that I saw that was dropping into this well. And it was, then he showed me that it would be covered in gold. So it would mm. actually be much more protected falling into him and so much better. And, you know, and I was like, duh, of course. Yeah. But like, and, but no one, like he would make sure it's operating the way it needs to in that way. And so it's like, why do we resist? But the enemy is so good. I'm being like, no, you must control this. Otherwise, like, you don't know what it's, what it's going to be like on the other side, you know? Yeah, it, it plays off of your emotions so much. Like, yes. your emotions get the better of us too many times. Yeah. And to learn um, kind of what actually what I was sharing off right before here about, I knew something was happening in my life and my emotions were telling me one thing, mm. but my spirit was telling me the other. Yeah. And I had to make a choice, which one am I going to believe? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really big thing. No, it is. And even as I was sitting there, I physically tensed up big time. And I was like, okay, I'm releasing, I'm releasing. And it like almost as a, like, I got to like, why am I holding my body? So like, why is it hard to just fall in? But yeah, there is that, that temptation to like, you want to hold the line for yourself, but it's not a very good one. No. Yeah. How does that look for you? What is fear of man? Like, especially in the season that you're in and everything that you've walked through. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting for me is it, is it really depends on the person. So, Mm. and that's also, this is kind of vulnerability in a sense, but I'm, I have a lot less fear of man with a certain group of people. And I can really be myself and it's very small. And I think this is probably the case for most people. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's probably, I can think of like five or six people yeah. that like, I don't mind sharing things to. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is it's not that I, it's not that I've spent tons of time with them. Yeah. It's, I feel like I have some kind of connection and some kind of bond on a level that I can't explain. Yeah. 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 So that, that yeah. right there is interesting. And then there's like a class of other friends that are not acquaintances, but they're friends, but I'm still like on guard. And so I, I, and it's funny because you enjoy those people. Yes. A yeah. Lot. But, but then, but there's still that like hesitation or resistance there. And why do you think that is? <laughs> I think I know, which is really, it, it's sad. 
and I'm getting a lot better at this, but is so it's because I'm afraid of rejection that they will reject me and it's subconscious or I trick myself because I tell myself I'm not. Right. But if you actually look at it and you dive into it, yeah. it is a, it's a, it's a fear of, it's a state of rejection. And so, and this gets really twisted and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So I've done this to multiple people in my life and there's a specific type of person that I end up doing this with. And I've looked back and I go, Oh, they have the same trait. And it's interesting from this standpoint is I was never my true self around them. And I would spend a year and sometimes a year and a half. And then eventually what would happen is you, you can only throw your facade out or whatever that word is so long until like your inner being has to come out and then things happen and then you clash and they're like, who are you? And I'm like, well, that's who I've been the whole time, but I haven't shown you that side of me yet. You've held off. And so what has happened is, is it's broken relationships up and it was more on my end because I wasn't truthful and honest of who I was. But the whole time I was blaming the other parties. How sick is that? And so I'm actually the manipulator when I thought they were the manipulators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hard pill to swallow, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've swallowed that pill recently. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's fun. I mean, I think I realized it was a two-way street in, in the situations that I'm thinking yeah. of specifically, but like, I think, yeah. So then, it, okay, so how do you rebuild after that? Within yourself. Yeah, I think one thing is, is so, and I believe this about everybody, is we want to connect with people genuinely and have real relationship. Everyone wants that. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone would be like, no, I don't want that. Yeah. But how do you get that? And so I had to really dive deep into me and look back at what, I, what I've done in past experiences and how I connect with people. And I realized, I was like, shoot, I'm, I'm afraid of showing who I am because of rejection, but also is I had this false sense of humility, like humility that was going on. And I, and I was like, I know I'm called to do like really big things and really cool things. And I didn't want to boast about these things. And so I would play a small game. And, um, it's funny because part of me waking up was going to NLE and I realized how small the game I was playing. I was like, Oh my gosh, did I miss the boat? And so that woke me up. And I started yeah. realizing, and then after that, I started talking to people, getting different kind of feedback, having people pour into my life. And I just started to realize that I just have not been genuine to certain people. And this has caused a lot of problems. Yeah. And God does not want us to operate like that. We are meant to live in our identity because yeah. we're all unique. And when you live in your identity, I've learned that you actually amazingly helping your family, amazingly helping your friends and your community. And when you're not living your identity, it's just this chaotic thing. So to, to sum that up is basically what I'm learning is, is I'm, how do you phrase it? Is I am now okay with being misunderstood where before I was not. So what kind of, what kind of actions or what, what did it look like with you trying like not being yourself. Is there a consistent thing that you can say, okay, over time it was like, I was trying to be this kind of person or like it was actions or mindset or both. I mean, it's always mindset first, of course. But. Yeah, it was, it was both. But one thing was, is 
I wasn't honest to myself what I wanted. And so when I get into relationships, I wasn't honest because I wanted the relationship to work. Yeah. Well, the issue is, is if I wanted something in this relationship and I never voiced it six months goes by, they're like, what the, what, what is going on here? And it's like, I'm not getting what I want out of it. Cause I wasn't, you know, being honest with myself and being honest right. with these people. And some of these are a lot, like two of them are businesses yeah. partners that I went through. And I just was not willing to tell myself what I really wanted to tell them because I wanted it to work so bad. Okay. So I relate <laughs> in different, in a different arena of my life, but the, what I'm wondering, and cause I think that something that we do have in common is that we're able to be good team players. Mm. Do you think it was about being a team player or do you think it was, were you like, Oh, well, okay, let's just make this work because yeah. Or how do you, how do you look at that? <laughs> yes. Yes. And yes. And yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so which the ir- irony is, is you're not a good team player if you're not being honest, Oof. but yeah. I, I am all about a team. I'm like, okay, I want to go win the world series. Yeah. I don't care if you stick me out in left field. Right. Like I, like that part is of the wants is fine. Like, right. but I want to play. Right. And well, and that's a really valuable part of a team being like, I don't care where you put me, but I just want to be you. What's cool is that you are bought into the vision so strongly that you're like, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And there is a pure intention in that. But then it's like once you realize that you've put away your want. And it's gotten pushed back further and further, but it's like because you weren't honest with yourself in the first place. Oh, it's hard. Oh, yeah. OK, keep going. No, that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow. It and is. I and I didn't just swallow it once. I swallowed it three times in business in the last three years. And it's kind of one of those things where God is. I feel like he's like, you don't learn the lesson until you learn the lesson. And I felt like I learned it every time. And I'm like, no, I, I didn't. And okay, so, so wait, how are you learning it now? Because <laughs> I'm like, I need this too. I mean, <laughs> I think one, one of them is, is just being really honest with yourself and being okay with getting rejected, mm-hmm. being okay with being misunderstood. That's the biggest one for me is once I learned that I'm okay with being misunderstood it changed everything for me. And that was the hardest thing for me. And there's still days where I struggle with that with people, especially people I love and care about. Oh man, does that get to me sometimes? Cause I'm like, that's not what I meant. And so I want to go back to my old self, right? The old wine skin, but we are in a new wine skin and we need to live into that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it, the, the, the temptation to go back, this is a good example. This is an interesting thing. I'd love to hear you think about it is cause I think there's something scientific to this, but I don't know it, but yeah, our brains have neurons and they build bridges and how you think. And so I've built this bridge for the, I'm 35 for 34 years. Mm -hmm. And I've just recently broke this in the last year. So I have 34 years to redo everything I thought. And so there's still these moments where like that bridge wants to go back because there's still little dots. I feel like. Yeah. And so what I do is I visualize this bridge and I just go put bombs around it and blow it up. And I just say, it's gone. And then it's like, I got these little workers though. And they come back and they're little rats, little minions, and they just start building those bridges again. And I got to go put a bomb on it again. Yeah. And I said, no, we're going to go this way. And so eventually my traffic, yeah. and this comes down to just affirmations, believing yourself, mm-hmm. going to the Lord mm-hmm. and just being like, Holy spirit, like, and being honest, like I need you because I'm weak. Yeah. I need your strength because I've thought this way for 34 years. I can't do this on my own. Like I need to partner with you. And that's really helped me. And that that's goes down to surrendering. 
which I didn't do. And so once I started to surrender, everything changed. Well, it sounds like what I kind of started with, with the vision that I had, you fully, you surrendered from the resistance. Like, and, and what you're talking about when you're saying that, I was like, oh, it's the resistance. It's like, it tries to pull you back in and it's, yeah. But I, I think that makes sense. Like what you're doing mentally, like if you have to visualize it, like then it's, it's the way to go. But I, it's interesting because, well, of course you're sharing about renewing of the mind. Like, I think that is probably mm -hmm. the key thing. And then he does have to, like, you have to allow him to fight the battles that you can't fight in that. But, um, yeah, I think, um, just renewing of the mind is really what I'm like taking away from that and kind of, and allowing yourself to be like, that's not how I do things anymore. Yeah. And it's like, Okay, we're we're done with that. But that's a process. How does that work in marriage? Well, that's a that's that's a <laughs> that's a whole other that's, podcast. Oh, no, that, that is a whole other podcast. But um, I th a lot of it is is just you have to really come together as one. But you're also this is something I've been talking to Leah, my wife, about a lot, and we we brought this up about because um, her mom just passed, and so. And it's funny because I just saw this like pop up on social media mm -hmm. right before or right as we're talking about this. It's like just crazy how like people are talking about this, about like in relationships, yeah. like it's not 50, 50. It's not like there's some days where you can only give 20%. Well, give a hundred of your 20 and the other person needs 80. Yeah. And so from the relationship standpoint, you need to be aware of where your partner's at mm -hmm. and what they can give and not judge them for it and be like, there's a season they got to go through. Like she's going, she's grieving. Yeah. And so, you know, things happen. And so like, you got to be like, how do I support you in this? Yeah. And I got my own stuff going on, right. but it's not like that kind of a level going on. Yes. So it's like, I need yes. to step up right. and be like, you know, these things I got going on, like they got to get pushed aside. Like I need yeah. to take care of my family right now with my boys and her. Yeah. And I don't neglect those things. Cause when you neglect them, it's bad. But like, right. There's just these levels of of things when you bring that to the relationship. And it's just funny, like <laughs> marriage is hilarious. And so from a communication standpoint is huge. Mm -hmm. And I just found out today that I do this a lot when Leah starts talking uh -huh. and I grab my phone, but it's not, it wasn't to ignore her. It's because we're, we're wired so differently. So I, I talk fast. I like dive into uh -huh. things. And I'll ask her a question and she'll take 10 seconds before she like responds. Terms, uh -huh. So like eight seconds, I think she's not going to respond. And I thought, I think the conversation's over. So I grabbed my phone and <laughs> she just like confronted me today. And it's like, that's really rude. And I'm like. So now you're going to be rewiring that, that uh, <laughs> pathway in your brain. Yeah. I'm rewiring that right now. That's good. That's good. But we, we just talked about it. And so I just said, I, I was just like, you're right. And I said, thank you for telling me because I know this about it, but remind me more how you need me to be in your life. Yeah. I need you to remind me because I forget. Yeah. And it sounds silly sometimes, but it's not like I'm just wired a certain way and I'm not wired like her. And so yeah. I need to be reminded. And so I was like, if you can have grace for me for being an idiot, that would be amazing <laughs> right. because, but I'm going to, but what I'll do for you is I'll be more intentional and to be more thoughtful of like, okay, I need to calm down. So when I'm talking, to just make sure I don't go for my phone yeah. and just let her, let her process. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. That's helpful. I mean, I think 
Yeah, there's certain cycles that I'm like in my closest relationships, I'm currently seeking to get out of. And it's like, sometimes it does feel like this uphill battle. And it's interesting, the fear of man thing, like just the topic itself. I feel like I approach every other relationship in my life that's not nearly as consequential as like my closest, like my family. Mm -hmm. I approach everyone else with this like almost more of a people pleaser standpoint. And yes, I, I still notice a people pleaser towards my family, but it just comes out differently. I'm a lot less polished with my family. <laughs> <laughs> which is not good <laughs> not good at all and so i mean i don't want any of the people pleaser within me like yeah. I'm, that's i'm seeking out like the lord and and um and like someone who can help me out in a spiritual sense like to work on that but yeah it's just such a fascinating fascinating thing yeah people pleasing um i've i've did that my whole life Mm -hmm. and it got me into so much, so many messes. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the funny part about not funny, the sad part about people pleasing is you really believe that you're doing it for the good and to help everybody. And it just, it, and you're just like, but it doesn't in the end. And you're just like, okay, fell in that trap. And then you go do it again. And you fell in that trap and you go do it again. And this is something I'm learning. And this is, um, it's, it's very prevalent today. I feel like with what's going on in our world is I believe there's such an attack on humanity, but also men and female and how men are trying to be females and females like this whole, this whole identity thing. And so there's also this, I feel like an attack on being strong mm. and being courageous mm. and being a protector. Yeah. And this whole idea taking a stand in general. Yeah. 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 And that's that if you got a generation growing up that that believes that those things are bad mm -hmm. and then you get some people that they tell you they're good and they're like, no, that's that's not a healthy thing. Mm -hmm. They're believing a lie because I was sharing with you this earlier, like you can't be a good man or a good woman mm -hmm. if you're not willing to face and 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 understand what you're fighting yeah. Yeah. because if if you aren't if you aren't capable of doing those things you are naive and you don't know what's really going on yeah and you're not even in the game you know like you've you've missed out on like you just don't even know what's happening like you're but it's interesting i think the kindness of the lord even in the story that you're telling me introduces you to a, that introduces you or allows the, for those things to like begin to take place or whatever for you to fight those battles in his timing. Like if you, if you allow him. Yeah. I have a good, I mean, this is great. This is David. Um, you know, he didn't just go fight Goliath. He went and fought a lion yeah. and then he went and fought a bear yeah. and he built his, he, 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 he fought his way up. And this is really interesting. I was listening. Can't remember this guy's name. Exactly. His name's Jamie. Winship or when I, I don't remember. I'm going to put it in, in okay. this because it's so good. He talks about identity. Mm -hmm. And so David's out fighting this lion and the bear and all, you know, and then he's sitting with the Lord every day with the sheep and he's just sitting with the Lord while his brothers are, you know, they're fighting, they're doing these things, but David's just sitting with the Lord and he's learned, he's learning who I, his identity is. Mm -hmm. And so when he got to go face Goliath, it's just the next step above 
the lion and the bear. And yeah. he, if the Lord's like, Hey, like this is, this is for you to go get. Well, he's been with the Lord so much. He's like, why would I believe that I can't f- defeat him? Cause I'm not going to defeat him. Yeah. The Lord is. And so like, when you get back to your identity, you're just like, Oh my gosh, like you're not afraid. Yeah. You're just not. And that is so key. So going back to your original question is even though it's the neurons I'm, I'm talking about and building these pictures and these visuals, but it's really like, I'm just seeking every day. Like, who am I in you, Lord? Mm-hmm. Who am I? Mm-hmm. And just, and then when I'm faltering, be like, Lord, I'm faltering in this. I need you. I like, can you remind me who I am again? There's a song by Jason Gray. It's remind me who I am. And I, and I think that's very, it's just very prevalent because we forget sometimes. And it's kind of like, I got three boys. And so if one of my boys is like faltering or if they're, they're off, like I'm going to remind them who they are. Like yeah. if they go, I'm a loser. I'm be like, no, you're not. Right. You are not a loser. In yeah. fact, you're the opposite. And I'm going to make sure I, I pour into them and tell them that I'm not going to be a father. That's like, yeah, you probably are. Right. And there's people, there's fathers that do that. Yeah. And so, but our father doesn't do that. Right. Right. He's not doing that. So if, so if in the little that I do, his is a, an M, infinite number more than me. If we go to him and say, Lord, like I, I need some help. I, I need to remind my identity and then spend time with him. It, it renews your mind mm-hmm. and you gotta do it daily. Yeah. It's, it, it's like, you know, the discipline of continuing to go to him. And I, I think that like, even when I was like, oh my gosh, like you were talking about, okay, I've learned this three times in the last three years. And I'm like, how many times am I learning the lesson? Have I learned the lesson that I'm like, can, you know, I've dealt with several times. And so I'm like, no, the buck has to stop here. The discipline has to be here to face the resistance, to push it off and to actually submit to that process of like understanding fully who you are in him and allowing that to be renewed. There was a question I had for you. Um, just curious if you think that there's a certain personality type or personality or, um, or yeah, just type of person who struggles more with the people pleaser, like people pleasing givers. Okay. People that will go above and beyond. I'm I'm a giver. Mm -hmm. If someone's in need, I'm there. You just call me. Yeah. And, and so there's different personality traits, but obviously it's, you don't get along with, nobody gets along with these people really, but narcissists, mm-hmm. um, those types of people with givers are a very bad relationship because mm-hmm. you get twisted in thinking that you're the one manipulating the relationship. Well, it's the other way around. And so, and they're takers. And so they'll take, take, take Well, you just give, give, give. Yeah. And so that really that combo is really tough. Cause if you have a very firm, like no, mm-hmm. with an narcissist, like it, it's not as it's not, it's, it's a lot easier to have a relationship. Yeah. You probably don't go really deep with a narcissist, but right. like, at least it's like this healthier boundary. Right. And so right. you're not being run over. Yeah. yeah. And so that's the givers have a hard time people pleasing because they don't want to feel rejected as much. They don't want to disappoint people. And you know, here's, here's an interesting one. So I would actually give to the detriment of my family sometimes where someone else needed help, but my wife needed help. And I would go pick the other person. 
how dumb is that? I've fallen into that trap. And cause I, and this is where it's, and it's not just about your spouse. It's your very cl- close, close family, very close friends. Yeah. You can never say enough how much you love them, how much you appreciate them, give them hugs because we, we look at the close people in our lives and we just take them for granted. And we just don't go the extra mile or not the extra mile. Sorry. We just don't give enough to them sometimes because we just assume that they're good. Right. When really they're the ones that need it more than the strangers. Right. right. Because they're also relying on that emotional intimacy that you have with them too. It's like, that's fueling them as well. Like, and it's, you're taking, like, we should really care about their love tank the most. And I mean, I think we've all been on, I've been on the receiving end where someone for sure, like pours into everyone else, a close, close relationship. And it's like, okay, like, am I a chopped liver? Like what's going on? And I know I've done it to other people and I've Mm -hmm. done it to my closest people as well. And it is a heartbreaking thing once I, like, I think I almost had to be on the receiving end of that to start to understand on a deeper level, which makes me sad that that had to be the case. And I, I know there's been several like seasons in my life where I've experienced that in, in different ways, but I'm like, okay, I want to grow up into, into being much better about this. Yeah. Um, I had a couple things I wanted to ask you. Um, okay. got to get some, get some notes for you. Is it easier to have less fear around people, you know, or you don't know? And I'm going to give you an example that goes with it. This is like a two, a two question fold. So when you drink alcohol Mm -hmm. and you get buzzed Mm -hmm. and you get drunk, Mm -hmm. your fear is gone. Mm -hmm. You're the most introverted, introverted person. You're going to be dance on the dance floor. If you hit a certain level, right? It doesn't matter if you have close friends or strangers, but there's levels, right? So you can have a couple little drinks and you loosen up and you're like, I'm just with strangers. So it's okay. And I'm just gonna let myself go. But you just have a couple drinks. You're like, ah, nope. Yeah. I have one friend here and I'm like, I'm not going to look foolish in front of this friend. Yeah. So how does, how do you view the fear, the fear of man that with close friends and strangers and like, do you ever feel yourself getting stuck? because there's someone close to you that you don't want to embarrass yourself or do something with. Yeah, I think sometimes, and I've noticed this recently because um, then I think that I don't want them to make a big deal out of me showing that part of myself that they know is there because Mm -hmm. they've seen it maybe in different (laughs) seasons. And I'm like, no. And I, I didn't realize that I'm, um, I think I get a little more embarrassed easily than I thought. There's a lot that like with the work that I do and working with my family, a lot of embarrassment has gone away. Like, and I mean, people, my younger sister, Brecca, she'll be like, I cannot believe that you act that way in front of people. I'm like, so it is life. It is life. Like, you know, if maybe, and I'm like, maybe that will be like an invitation for someone to walk into freedom on something that, you know, they're like, Oh, well, she's being herself. So yeah, well, that's, that's what I was just going to ask is when you get free mm-hmm. and you then now have shown other people to allow them yeah. to be free. Yeah. And so you stepping out, it just creates so much more freedom. Like unpack that a bit, if you would. 
Yeah, I think it's like when I step out of my own way. Um, one of my best ways to describe it, I'm not much of a drinker, so the, I was like, great analogy. Yeah. But <laughs> that doesn't I'm apply to me, really. <laughs> and so um, there's been, there are times when I've, you know, when you have to operate like at a high level, but you are on very little sleep, okay? So I'm running on caffeine and like fumes and the Holy Spirit. Those are my best times for me to get out of my own way and um, and to totally be free. And the Lord, I notice when that happens, like I am the most prophetic at that point. I am I am operating in freedom on a level where I'm like, how can I recreate this? Because I'm no longer in my head, and it's really about being in my head, to be honest. And if I am, I'm if I'm truly allow myself to be present and get caught up in the moment then I can recreate that all the time. And so that I think is something that I need to chase, you know, that like letting go completely. And it's just funny because in a way that's like my line of work. Um, so I don't know if that answers the question or was there more? Yeah, no, that, that kind of answered it is, it is funny how you ended like, that's kind of my line of work and you were like laughing and it's, it's funny because not funny. It's funny and sad because it's like a, a car mechanic, right? They they fix everyone else's car, mm-hmm. but then they come home and they got to fix theirs and they just delay it. They delay it. They delay right. it. They're like, I got to get this oil changed. They're like, right. but I did it all day. Right. And so sometimes we neglect ourselves in yeah. the things we teach people yeah. because we just do it all day. Yeah. 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 And I, I think there's also learning how, you know, you have to learn how to do it for yourself, like in a, um, not in a striving sense, but you need to learn, um, I think I'm I'm really coming to this place in, in the season that I'm in. It's like learning how to really be in relationship to yourself mm. with yourself. Okay. Like, um, you know, people always say like, would you tell that to your best friend? Would you talk to your best friend that way? Kind of like the mental mm-hmm. headspace. Would you do this or that? And it's like, okay, what would I actually look back on and be like, Hey, I wouldn't tell my best friend half the things I tell myself or how would I lead my best friend into that? And so like, you're going to be with yourself. Yeah. I mean, yes, we have the Lord to thank God. (laughs) We got to break up the conversation. (laughs) But as a person who can very much live in my head in ways, I think that's probably going to be a tool that I need to like move forward with of like, how would I, how would I direct my best friend in that? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's really good. Cause I got, the, I've done the same thing where you're like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk like this to, you know, anyone else. What am I doing? And, right. and I haven't done it a lot. And that's, I'm actually very grateful. Yes. Um, I'm a pretty positive person and I'm just like, I can get that done For sure. almost to the default, the wrong way. Um, and I, I almost have a little too much confidence sometimes. And so it, it knocks me down. Um, but I do understand what you're saying and it is, it's so important to get out of your head. Yeah. And to get into yeah. your heart. Yeah. And I hear your dad say that a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's, and it, that's like, I think maybe that's why I'm like, as soon as I saw the work and was like introduced to what my parents teach, um, then I was like, oh, I, I think I knew I needed it. Mm. And I think I've, there's something within me that was like, I need this work. Like, this is what I've got to like learn this and know it. And so when I was, you know, as things have progressed over time and I've 
been able to be a part of people's processes on a deeper level, then at first I had major imposter syndrome mm-hmm. with it because I was like, um, you know, what, what do you do? And then once I realized that it was because I came into it where I was like, oh my gosh, like I need this so much. And then I learned that it was just really about following the Holy spirit, nothing else. Like it's very simple. It's probably one of the most simple things I can do in my whole life. It's like, in those leading people into that process is the most simple thing that I could probably do just because you just follow him. And there's like a holy exchange in the process. And so why don't I allow the rest of my life to be that holy exchange at times, you know, when it's, when it's just, it should be that easy of surrendering, you know? So it's always a lesson for me, the work I do. And then I get to be like, okay, now how can I like bring this into my day to day? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it's what's good about that too, is the best way to learn for me. And a lot of people is to teach mm-hmm. and it's to, yes. it's to do it over and over and over again. Yeah. And so it's, it's cool because I'm just getting, building a business again and getting back into the sales side and I'm teaching our mutual friend. I call her air attack, <laughs> Ariel, and I'm back out in the field and I'm right. out selling again and I'm learning just as much as she is. Cause I'm teaching and I'm like catching things. I'm like, Oh yeah, wait. Yeah. And then it's like, Hey, how do you, what do you think of that? Yeah. Cause you saw me approach that and I need that third party yeah. and she's even helping me. Yeah. And so it's funny. Cause like, that's how it is, right? The, the, the master teaches the student, but then the student also has a lot of impact on the master Yes. and, and vice versa. And the more that you grow that relationship, um, it's the best way to keep learning. And then eventually you want the student to become the master. Otherwise you're not a good teacher and you right. want them to be better than you. Right. Like at least me, like when yeah. I help people, like even my kids, like I want them to have a better life than I do and want them to be better off. Yeah. I want to do amazing things. They better do. I want not better, but I want them to do more amazing yeah. things. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think teaching is, is the best way to learn. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Yeah, it is. Well, and what I'm just really from hearing that and I, from what I know of you, you do walk in a lot of humility, which is really cool. And so I think that's what makes the confidence come easily to you as well. You know, like true, true confidence is rooted in humility. Mm. And so I love that you, I've, I feel like you really take everything on as a learning experience and I don't see you take yourself too seriously, which is such a great quality. And I think it does invite people into that space. So when, when you were like, Oh yeah, fear of man, I'm almost like, you seem like you've got it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations. I'm like, what can I learn today? Cause uh, I got to learn a lot, but yeah, I, I well, hear you. you. And I, but I also, I, I think there was so much honesty, even in how you were saying there's just certain people that you, you're totally there with, you can totally be free. And then there's the other people where part of it is like, I think it's not trusting ourselves, mm, right? Yeah. I mean, you probably said that earlier, but it's just hitting me on a new level. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. And and to, to add on that is you're hanging out with one person and then another, every person you add into your group adds a different dynamic based on who they are to you. Right. And so this gets really crazy because you have, say there's three of you and you are like all on the same page. And then you, you have another, like a friend that comes in that's more on that acquaintance friend yeah. and the topic changes and it just, it, and it's subconscious. 
And it's like this weird, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I'm just like, I really miss what we were just doing. And I don't want to be a jerk and kick this person out. But I'm like, I don't know how to relate to you. And I'm, and, and time is precious to me. I'm learning this. And I'm like, I, and I don't want to be rude. And they're throwing the vibe. Yeah. And so. Or is it our perception? Is that really us being like, oh, we can't talk that way or we can't talk this way because we think that they can't (laughs) handle it. Are we people pleasing in that moment? Because I kind of think we are. Yeah. We fell into the trap. (laughs) Dang it. But (laughs) that's, that's, that's part of the thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. you, I think you're right on that. There's two, there's two folds that some people you're never going to connect with on a certain level. And that's okay. And that's okay. But you're right. Like, do you change in that moment? Cause you, like you said, you don't think they can handle it or you don't think that they will accept something. And so you've already done prejudgment on how they will do things. And that's not fair to them. Right. Yeah. Oh, my mind's just blown. I know. I'm, right. I'm like, I don't even yeah. have anything to say. I don't either. I'm like thinking. <laughs> how about how much more simple would our relationships be if we were like, whatever, take it or leave it. And you see some, those people are actually the most attractive to me. You know, I'm like, whoa, I want to be that. And mm-hmm. I think it's something as as the daughter of someone who is kind of like, take it or leave it. <laughs> it's like, he's wow. the He's the goat. <laughs> he is. He really is. And um, and my mom is that way, too, in a lot of ways. She's just a not, a, she's not as much of a, um, like, He's just loud, you know, and not loud in a bad way, but he's just, uh, he's just out there, just very frank and straight up. And my mother is a little more, uh, a lot more reserved in that. But I think that, um, I think as a child of two people who are very much like take it or leave it, I think it challenges me and it's, it's a Mm -hmm. gift. Like, seriously, I'm so thankful for Mm -hmm. to be in the family that I'm in because I need I need those people who are like, Brianna, why are you people pleasing? And Brecca is so good about calling me out on this. She's very, and now Casey, and now, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like God has placed me in this, in this season. And it's very uncomfortable to be like, oh, you're right. I am like people pleasing. And, um, and there's levels. I, I can see of places where I've grown. So I've got to remember I have grown in this yeah. over time, but like there's always more, you know? And I think I, you won't find true freedom until like you just continue to like let those layers go. Yeah. Cause you're going to always keep growing, but I do believe you can get the, you can get the freedom. Yes. And yes. those are two different things. Like, cause you're always learning yeah. and you're, there's new situations that you're going to come up against or that will happen. And you're like, I don't know what to do here, but I already know I'm free of this. So let me just process this for yeah. a minute and be like, Oh yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad, I'm glad you put it that way. Cause as soon as that left my mouth, I was like, nah. Yeah, I, so I, I knew exactly what you like, meant. Okay, thank you. <laughs> because is, I don't think that we're a slave to it. Even if we're not like, um, cause this side of heaven, we're never going to be totally free and that's okay. Like that's part of it. But yeah, I got one last thing on this topic yeah. to end on Great. and I'm going to get a little vulnerable on this one is so I'm losing the fear of man and getting the fear of the Lord and worshiping. And it's still very interesting. So I'm, I go up front every time Sunday now and slowly little, little dances. I'm working on the break free part, but I mean, I was the person I wouldn't even 
raise my hands or anything because I was just afraid what people would think. Yeah. The stupidest thing ever. You're in church right. and you're worshiping and I'm afraid to raise my hands. How great. But like a lot of people feel like yeah. I feel like that for the yeah. longest time. Yeah. And and I'm starting to realize I'm like, do I really believe God is who he says he is? Mm. Like that was a question yeah. I asked myself because I was like, if I really believe God is who he says he is, what is wrong? Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, and so I just started thinking of that question and I got a pretty firm answer. Cause I like, I was like, Lord, I want to lose the fear of man. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to go up front and worship. Mm. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? And, and, and a couple other things led to that. Yeah. Um, one, you were there at my house when mm -hmm. we did this cool worship night and sharing and that kind of led to like, Hey, let's, and I was like, it's time, it's time for some of us to go up there. Mm -hmm. And like, and I was just like, okay, he gives us opportunities to lose the fear of man. He doesn't, and I think there's exceptions to the rule where he, someone will be like, bam, it's gone. Yeah. Yes. But majority of the time I'm like, you want to lose the fear of man? Yeah. Cool. Tomorrow. Yeah. Go run up front and dance and be silly and, yeah. and praise me. Yeah. That's what I, he like basically told me. And I was like, all right. Oh, that's it doesn't be. just like leave. And, and yeah. And yeah. that's like that old saying, like, if you want patience, he'll give you something to be patient for. Yes. If you want yeah. courage, he'll give you something to be courageous for. So like he partners with us and said, Hey, this is a learning process that you, that you get to experience yourself so that you get the fulfillment of it. Cause if you just give somebody, you give someone like $10 million and they didn't earn it. Most of these people go lose and they blow, they don't know what to do with it. Right. When you work for it and you earn it, it's, it's, it becomes part of you. Yeah. It's very sweet. Yeah. And so just, I've really started to, to really lose that fear of man and, and, and worshiping the Lord. Mm. And it's made me so much more freer, but it's interesting. Cause like last Sunday I'm up there and my leg got like stuck, like physically stuck. Like I was afraid to like to move it. Wow. And I'm like, but I'm already up here, but right. I'm still, I'm still getting some af afraidness to like yeah. even move more. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, there's levels of this. Wow. So I broke free of like getting out of my chair. Yeah. But now I'm like, wow, why can't I just freaking move and just jump around? And I'm like, I still got fear in me. And I didn't want to admit it. And I'm like, I do. What's and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. And so basically to just sum that up is like, is God who he says he is? And do I really believe it? Because if I really believe it, this is where the fear of the Lord comes in. And it's not an unhealthy fear. It's a very good fear because he's the king and he is our savior and, and he's, he did everything. Yeah. And so it's like, why am I trying to, why do I care what anyone thinks but him? Right. And so when I get in these moments, that's where my brain goes. I'm like, okay, but then I get stuck again. I'm like, crap, I must like, and, I, and I'm talking this out because I'm still trying to figure this out. It's like, do I yeah. really believe then? Yeah. I say yeah. I do. Yeah. But I'm like, wouldn't I act differently if I did? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? And that, yeah. Well, I think it kind of goes back to my first, which I didn't really understand why I was sharing the vision, but the resistance, like even I, me visually seeing, or in my mind's eye, seeing like the, the heart oh, dipping yeah. into the well. And I was like, why, why was I resisting that? But I think it's the enemy that's like trying to keep us back from it. And so I think that you do have that deep desire to honor the Lord. Like look at everything else in your life. You know, it's there. Yeah. It's obvious. It's beautiful. 
But then there's this, there are these things that the enemy is like, oh, I, I know how to get Jaron here. Mm. And so then it, then it makes it a bigger problem than it is in your mind. And so it expands and you're like, do I have the fear of the Lord? You do have the fear of the Lord, but it's like, it's this thing that wants to keep you. What hook can we keep in Jaron? Mm. Maybe I'm going to make him overthink this whole thing. Does he have the, the fear of the Lord? Of course you have the fear of the Lord. You know what I mean? So yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's good. It's, it's, it's basically like just doubting yourself yeah. and doubting what the Lord has told over you. Yeah. But so th- this is interesting. I have one more. I know I said that, but this is the last one. You're and good. then we're going to be good. done is that night was so cool at our, at my house when we had everyone over and I don't remember who I shared this with, but it was someone. And, uh, there's this video of this guy dancing mm-hmm. out in a field. Mm-hmm. And let me know if you've seen this. Okay. And, uh, he just starts flailing his arms everywhere. He's going crazy. He looks like a nut job. Mm-hmm. And there's just someone with his camera and they got him. Mm-hmm. And, he just, I don't know where he's at in New York park. Yeah. I don't know, but like no one's dancing. He just puts some music on and he's just going like this uh-huh. 30 seconds goes by and everyone's just looking at him. Uh-huh. And then eventually another person comes over and starts dancing. Mm. And I think you can see where this is going to go. Mm. And then 20 seconds later, three or four more people come. Mm. And then once what, what you know is everyone in the field is dancing with him except a couple. And you can see the awkwardness of the people that are not dancing, they are the ones that are like the guy that was dancing. And they're the ones that are like, Oh my gosh, like I need to break, like I'm the weird one now. Yeah. And so what I, what I got out of that video was there's always going to be the people that are the crazy people that just don't care. Like we talked about, you're like, how are you so free? Right. Like what, what did you, how'd you get there? And they're like, well, I don't know. I just, this is just me. (laughs) Or I worked really hard, but you always have those people in your life. But they're the ones that don't actually shift everybody. And this is something I think people really need to, to take to heart because, and really listen to this because it's the second and the third person that came that moved, that moved everybody because they're the early adapters and they gave permission for everyone else to come. If those, the second person, the third person, if they weren't in that field, no one would have joined that guy. It's like, they're the Kingmaker in that moment. And yeah, and they're going, they're like, okay, we're going to go upstream. We're going to go upstream. They they make the choice and then it invites others into that. Yeah. So to end with that, don't mistake your courage to be free. That can change the momentum of lots of people's lives. Even if it's just one, Yeah. it can, it can make the, all the difference because you getting set free allows other people to be set free and then it just it just goes down in the ripple effect yeah and and i think that's what the enemy tries to attack is he'll stifle someone he'll stop someone and their assignment in life or their their destiny is to help free people but they're like i can't be me and so they don't play in their identity and there's all these people waiting they're all waiting and and they they're they were lined up for this person. I definitely believe God brings another person in. Because yeah. if you don't take the call, he's like, well, someone else. Someone else is coming. Like, I'm gonna right. get someone. But like, can you imagine going and meeting God and he shows you his plan for you? Mm-hmm. And you didn't do it because you were afraid of man. Mm-hmm. And he plays out this thing. This is this is what I had for you, son, or this is what I had for you, daughter. 
and you didn't do it because you were afraid of what they thought of you. And look at this life that you could have had. Like that, that is what gets me of like, oh, like I'm going to dance crazy. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. let's, let's go. Because once I realized life is short and it's not about me either, yeah. it's we're, like, there's a war going on Yeah. and, and that's a whole nother topic, but like, it's not about me, but it is, it is to know who I am though. And so I'm a big player in this kingdom. And if I'm being who I was created to be and to set just one more person help out to get free, then I did my part. Right. So beautiful. I love that. That's a great way to end it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you. This is, this is great. It was um, amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I think I actually have another topic I would like to talk to you on. Cool. I'm going to wait to tell you if you want to come back at some I point. I would love to. Thank you so much for having me. This was like very thought provoking and deep. And I'm like, I have my homework to do. All right. All right. Thank Until you. next time. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.